Hi listeners, hope you're all doing good and great. Welcome back to Yogi's Pot Box and today I have three interesting topics for you in Indian monuments, the marvels and mysteries. The first one will be the Hindimba Devi Temple in Manali, Bekal Fort in Bagel and the Aga Khan Palace in Pune. Now let's see one by one in detail what's so special and how this has been uh, well maintained how it's been attracting tourists even today wonderful monuments and this is hindimba devi temple as i said this is in manali uh, locally known as the dungari temple or the dangari temple uh, this is in himachal pradesh the northern part of india uh, it is an ancient cave temple dedicated to hindimba devi who's none other than the wife of bema Uh, which we have heard about the person and we have heard about this name probably in Indian epic Mahabharata. This temple is surrounded by a set of forest called Dhangri Vanvihar or the Dhungri Vanvihar at the foot of the Himalayas. And uh, this is, uh, was, uh, I mean, uh, the structure was built in ancient times around 1553 by Maharaja Bahadur Singh. and talking about the history of the of the ancient times of hindimba devi temple as i said this was built in 1553 ad by maharaja bahadur singh the temple is built around a cave where devi hindimba performed meditation hindimbi was supposed to have lived here and her brother hindimb and not much is known about their parents born into a rakshasa family they say Hindimba vowed to marry one who would defeat her brother Hinlim who was supposed to be very brave and fearless so during the pandavas exile when they visited manali bhima one of the five pandavas killed hindim or the hindim thereafter hindimba married bhima and gave birth to their son gadurkacha or the gadurkacha so this is a small ancient belief and Puranas talking about the Hindimba Devi temple and people in Manali or the Manali worship Hindimba Devi as a deity during Navaratri all Hindus across the nation worship goddess Durga we know that but people in Manali worship Hindimba Devi queues of people can be seen outside the temple but the crowd increases during Navaratri and uh, this Hindimba temple was intricately carved has carved wooden doors and a 24 meter tall wooden shikhar or the tower about the sanctuary or about the sanctuary and this tower consists of three square roofs covered with timber tiles and a fourth brass cone shaped roof at the top the earth goddess durga forms the theme of the main door carvings here Also there are depictions of animals fully designed dances lord krishna's life and navagrahas uh the temple base is made of white washed mud covered stone walk or the stone work an enormous rock occupies the inside of the temple more stony tall brass image representing goddess hindimba devi a rope hangs down in the front of the rock and according to legends In bygone days religious zealots would tie the hands of sinners by the rope and then swing them against the rock this is a belief about 70 meters away from the temple there is a shrine 
dedicated to goddess Hindipasan Gadurgacha who was born after she got married with Bhima The most surprising feature of this temple or what believers could call the most reassuring feature of this temple is the fact that inside the temple the imprint of the feet of the goddess carved on a block of stone is worshiped and according to Indian epic Mahabharata which narrates that the Pandavas stayed in Himachal during their exile here in Manali the strongest person there named Hindim and brother of Hindimba attacked them and in fight Bhima the strongest amongst the Pandavas killed him Bhima and Hindim's sister Hindimbi then got married and their son Gatorkacha who later proved to be a great warrior in the war against the Kauravas when Bhima and his brothers returned from exile Hindimbi did not accompany him but stayed back and did tapasya that is a meditation prayer and penance so as to eventually attain the status of a goddess so this is about the hindimba devi temple and uh, the next one i will talk about is the aga khan palace this was built by sultan mohammad shah aga khan 3 in pune india this palace was an act of charity of the spiritual leader of the nizari ismai or ismaili muslims or ismaili muslims who wanted to help the poor in the neighboring areas of pune who were drastically hit by the famine the aga khan palace is a majestic building and beautifully built it and uh, even showcasing the royal look even today this palace is closely linked to the indian freedom movement as it served as a prison for mahatma gandhi with his wife kasturibai gandhi his secretary mahadev desai or the mahadev desai and sarojini naidu uh, well it is also the place where kasturibai gandhi and mahadev desai died archaeological survey of india declared this site as a monument of national importance the aga khan palace was a major attraction of photographers for various kinds of photo shoot because of its special architecture greenery and perfect for photography lighting but as commercialization of photography increased nuisance to visitors and tourists management had stopped allowing any kind of photography within its premises today even mobile photography is believed to be prohibited within the area of aga khan palace Now the history about this is the palace holds great significance Mahatma Gandhi his wife Kasturba Gandhi and his secretary Mahadev Desai were interned in the palace between 1942 to 1954 or 1944 following the launch of Quit India movement in those days Kasturba Gandhi and Mahadev Desai died during their captivity period in the palace and had their samadhis located over there Mahatma Gandhi and Kasturba Gandhi had their memorials located in the same complex near the Mulla River legends goes that the sultan built the palace uh, to provide employment to the famine or the famine struck villages of the surrounding region so he employed 1000 people and the palace was constructed in 5 years can you believe this uh they say it took around 12 lakhs of indian rupees to build that palace
<laughs> Today, 12 lakhs, you can't get a single bedroom. The total area is 13 acres and built up. A palace covers 7 acres. And the rest is all well-maintained, even green garden is well-maintained today. The palace housed National Model School until 1970s. And uh, in 1969, the Aga Khan Palace was donated by the Indian people by Aga Khan IV as a mark of respect to Gandhi and his philosophy. Today, the palace houses a memorial on Gandhi where his ashes were kept. The then Prime Minister, Mrs. Indira Gandhi, had visited the palace or this place in 1974 where she allotted a sum of 2,800 US dollars every year for its maintenance. The amount rose to 1 million till the 1990s, after which the National Monument of India, the prestige people, was neglecting for many years due to improper allocation of funds. There was a protest held at the statue of Mahatma Gandhi near Pune railway station in 1969, oh sorry, 1999 to protest against the worsening condition of the monument. The present condition has improved quite a lot today. Uh, Aga Khan Palace has Italian arts or the arches and spacious lawns. The building comprises five halls. It covers an area of 19 acres, out of which 7 acres is the built-up area. Rest all are lush green gardens and so and so. The palace captivates the eye of a spectator with its magnificence and picturesque architecture. They say it took around five years and an estimated budget of 1.2 million to complete this palace. The area of the ground floor is uh, 1756 square meters. That of the first one is 1080 square meters. And the speciality of this structure is its corridor of 2.5 meters around the entire building. Prince Karim Aga Khan donated this palace to Gandhi Samarak Samiti in 1972, that's my year of birth. Secrets, don't say that to anyone. And since then, Parks and Gardens organization is maintaining it. The palace archives a number of photos and portraits depicting glimpses from the life of Mahatma Gandhi, the father of the nation of India, and other personalities of the Indian freedom struggle. It hosts a shop that deals in khadi and other loomed textiles even today. And now they celebrate the Martyrs Day, Mahashivaratri, Independence Day, Republic Day, Mahatma Gandhi's birth anniversary, and all these events are being conducted here. Well, that's about this, and um, I've covered this on the Aga Khan Palace Building. The next one uh, we have here is the Bakal Fort. The Baikal Fort, a coastal fort lying 16 kilometers southeast of Kasargod, situated on the backdrop of the Arabian seashore of Pallikara village in the Kasargod district, Kerala. It is one of the best preserved forts in Kerala today. Kasargod has long and continuous history. Since its proximity to the Karnataka area and in turn Baikal area occupying a strategic position attained importance from the days of Vijayanagara times. According to South Canada Manual and other literary works, the Keladi Naikas, who had their capitals variously at Keladi, Ikeri and Bedanur in Karnataka, 
were or were reasonable or responsible for the construction of few forts in Hosdurg Kasargod area or the Hosdurg or the Hosdurg a Kasargod these names are a little tricky i guess the Hosdurg or the Hosdurg Kasargod area or the Kasargod area the Bekal fort was considered to be built by the Sivapa Nayaka or the Sivapa Nayaka Sivapa Nayaka or the Sivapa Nayaka yes the other version is that the fort was in existence during in the the Kolathiri rajas ancient rulers and after the decline of the Kolathiri and Vijayanagara empire well this area came under the control of Ikeri Nayakas who rebuilt the fort and enjoyed during those times they enjoyed the area in 1763 the Bekal fort fell into the hands of Hyderabad Bekal served as an important military station of Tipu Sultan when he had the great military expedition to capture Malabar with the death of Tipu Sultan while fighting against the British in 1799 the Mysorean control came to an end and subsequently the fort came under the English East India Company gradually the political and economic importance of Bekal declined considerably the fort spreading 40 acres has massive walls about 12 meters in height built of local laterite stones the headland on which it is situated runs into the sea with fine bay towards the south the site was so well selected to give a complete view of the area and also the laterite bedrock was very well utilized to strengthen the fort well it is a large fort the wall and ramparts on the sea side being strong and interspersed or interspersed interspersed by the best by the bastions with an opening for guns the main gate is towards the east and was protected by bastions a ditch surrounds the fort on the land side the important features of this fort are the tank with its flight of steps the opening of the tunnel towards the south uh keeping ammunition wide ramp leading to the observation of tower this towers a variety giving a fascinating view of the surrounding area from there one has a simple view of all the important places or the places in the vicinity and also the strategic significance in ascertaining the safety of the fort the voids in the massive laterite walls were used for placing guns during those days the recent excavations conducted at the fort yielded different types of secular and religious structures built of laterite of the time of nayakas of ikeri and tipu sultan the other interesting discovery was the mint house the hosur and a palace and a palace complex of the medieval period remains of darbar hall and temple complex were also brought to light during the excavation the coins collected from the excavations belong to hyderabad tipu sultan and the mysore warriors another interesting find was the copper coin mold of tipu sultan the structures exposed were mostly secular the structures exposed were mostly secular so these are some of the monuments which are still laying so fresh in the front of us while we learn and research and 
visit to see great monuments treasures of india motu encompass uh, and motu discuss and motu narrate and motu see and motu explore until then have a great day happy listening thank you